Welcome back to the Call to Both podcast. Today, I want to talk about the things that are helping me right now as I'm navigating a bit of a crazy season of life and in motherhood. So a few of the things that are kind of just getting me through that are bringing me glimpses of joy and making my life easier. And I think some of these things might make your life easier too. So that's why I want to share them. I'm personally experiencing a little bit of a busier season as a mom and in my business. I really, I mean, thinking about this, I don't think there's like easy motherhood seasons, at least that I've experienced. Maybe for my moms that are ahead of me and have older kids, let me know. But I haven't had one. Um, But I do think that our stress levels and the amount of things on our plates vary a lot. So I kind of want to just pull back the curtain on what is helping me get through some of these harder months that have just been going on in my business. And I want to share what's coming up for me. What am I planning? And What am I thinking and projecting for my business for this year? And how does that play into setting myself up for success and just some of the different tools I want to share with you today? Hello, and welcome to the Called to Both podcast. I'm your host, Joy Michelle, and you're in the right place if you're ready to grow your business while also being the intentional and present mom you want to be. This show will leave you feeling inspired, equipped with tangible tips, and encouraged to go after your own version of being called to both. Let's dive in. So to start out, I want to share where I see this year going. And this is my plan. Of course, plans can change, but this is influencing a lot of what I'm doing right now day to day in my business. So I am planning for my first work sabbatical ever. So this upcoming June, I'm going to be taking about a month off from my business and a sabbatical. Okay, wait, let's back up and talk about what this word is. A sabbatical is a paid leave often granted to like teachers of universities. Once you've worked a set amount of years, sometimes it's like seven years of work and then you get a sabbatical. And as I go into my 10th year in business, I feel that I have earned this to grant myself a sabbatical. And I mean, truthfully, I wasn't planning this when I started at the beginning of the year. But things have shifted with my childcare for June. And as they started shifting, I was thinking, okay, am I going to get some replacement childcare or should I maybe potentially take this as some intentional time off? Almost like, The stars are aligning. God is like, hey, I want you to slow down a little bit in June and take more time with the kids, go to the beach and back up from the business a little bit. And that's what I decided to do. So this timing of it, of the sabbatical, is really largely based around some childcare stuff that we have going on where we're not going to have a regular childcare for June. And so I've decided to kind of make some lemonade out of the lemons that I've been given and decide to take this time off. So my goal for the sabbatical is to continue to pay myself my regular salary every two weeks to spend as much time with my kids and my husband as possible and for the business to continue to make money. So I have an income goal for my business during the month of June. And truthfully, I still am fleshing out some of the details of what this is going to look like in terms of how involved am I still going to be in the business? What are we going to be doing with all this time off? And I'm going to be getting really specific about that because I think that's going to help me to make the most of this time off. But 
I'm really looking forward to getting a little bit of distance from my business after 10 years of being so close to it, so involved in it. And I, I'm sure you can relate to this. I, you know, running a business is so emotional and immersive and it's, it becomes this almost like an, another child that the business, you get so attached to it. And I've been feeling the need to like back up a little bit for my business and I just didn't know quite how to make that happen. A lot of times when you feel the need to back up from your business, you're not even in a season where you can. And I think that's why this childcare thing happening and then being like, oh, I think this is a good time for a sabbatical came up. So a couple of things I'm doing to work ahead are to create some pillar content ahead of time. So things like emails, um, any launch related materials, promotion materials, this podcast will be batching ahead for June, of course, but also a little bit into July as well. Now, I've taken leave from my business before when I had Clara and Lewis. I've taken a maternity leave, but you know, time away from your business when you're healing and when you have a new baby is completely different because it's really not a vacation. And I want this to feel like a vacation, like because maternity leave is not a vacation. Can I get an amen? So I haven't decided if we're going to launch anything during the month of June, but I do plan on having maybe like a summer sabbatical sale of some kind to potentially promote something specific. So we'll see. Um, but my goal right now is to be out of the business pretty much like at a 95% capacity. So I'll have check-ins with my team, probably no regular meetings, the video meetings that we would normally have unless it's a true emergency, and just only answering the most absolutely pressing things that can't afford to wait, which most things in business can afford to wait. So that is kind of speeding up my plans for the year a little bit. And in that, I am planning loading in a lot of content creation and interviews and all the things that would normally have taken place throughout the summer months um, where I'm going to be, it'll be about six weeks of time where I won't be in the business as much. That is the kind of stuff that I'm trying to weave into right now. So things are a little bit crazy over here. And I bet they're pretty crazy with you as well because we're doing hashtag all the things. But I want to share a few of the things that are really helping me right now in this season. So personal things and business things. And I think there's just so much overlap between our business and our personal lives anyway. So something that's going to help me in business is probably also going to help me be a better mom and be a more present mom. And something that's going to help me in the home and with my kids is going to help me in my business. So I have a few things listed here that I just ask myself, what is getting me through right now? Like we have a lot on our plate. We have a lot going on. Like what are the things that I'm so glad we decided to invest in or set up or put on a recurring subscription? Like what are the things that I'm attributing my survival to right now? And so I listed some things out and I want to share those with you. So the first one is factor meals. These are pre-made, delivered to the door, healthy meals that I actually use mostly for lunches. So what I noticed was that during crazy seasons, I stop eating and it's really bad. Like it's really unhealthy and it's mostly that I'm skipping lunches or skipping breakfast just in a hurry to like get into the office, get started, respond to messages. And I, I get into this mode of thinking I can just cram more into my schedule and we're somehow going to come out of it feeling better. But in the meantime, while I'm cramming all these things into my schedule, I'm burning the candle at both ends and a couple places in the middle, and it's to my own physical detriment. 
And so this has been a really, really helpful tool for me to not have an excuse to skip lunch. And I haven't skipped lunch in a long time since we started this factor meal subscription situation. So really, really love it. Um, we get to like choose the meals every week on on like an app and it gets delivered. It's all individual. It's never frozen. I really like it. I think it's good quality. Um, and it was absolutely a good investment for me because it's an investment into my health and it's just been a game changer. We can heat these up for easy dinners too. And because my kids are so little, a lot of times they don't even eat a whole meal between the two of them. So I'll just heat up two of the meals for like the three of us and it's more than enough food. So it's served as easy dinners too when my husband is working late or when I just don't want to cook, which is pretty often actually. Okay, I'll have a link for that down below. I think I have a discount code. I'll just, I'll go into my account and see what I can get for you guys. I don't have a, like an official uh, partnership with Factor yet. I would absolutely love to work with them, but I have, I'm sure, an affiliate code that I can provide for you guys. So that'll be in the show notes. The second thing that is saving my patootie these days is having a cleaning lady and a robot vacuum. I will tell you, like, I, we've had a cleaning person for our home for quite some time, and I used to feel kind of weird about that. I felt like if, if she was cleaning, like, I needed to be working at the same time, or, you know, just silly things where it felt like I had to justify that expense. And, like, now I'm like, please take my money. This is something I don't want to do. It's something I avoid. It's something I don't enjoy. And it just brings me so much freedom. And so having a cleaning person come to our home and clean while I take the kids out and go do something, I try to take that as a time to just be with them and be unplugged from work, spend quality time together. And I come back to a clean house. It is, I mean, it's like saving my sanity right now. And it's remarkable how much cleaning still has to get done, how much, you know, dishes and, and vacuuming and mopping and like laundry. Laundry is its own thing. Haven't figured that one out yet, but I will let you know if I do. But just having someone come and clean, and I have someone come clean once a week, you would think that that would mean I don't actually have to clean very much. I still have to clean every day. It's, it's remarkable. I have two little kids, no dog, no cat, no nothing, and I still have to clean constantly because my kids are really little and they make a lot of messes. But it's totally worth it. The third thing right now that is really helping me is my husband. And I have to put him on this list, probably should have been first, but I'm just giving you guys the organic list that came out of my brain when I sat down. <laughs> and my husband is a huge part of what is kind of keeping this all running and going. And I would be, you know, remiss and dishonest to not give him credit where it's due in that he is regularly asking like, hey, how can I support you? I know we're launching your group coaching program. I know things are crazy. I know we have changes happening with my team on the back end and the kids getting sick and different things. Like he is aware of that and he is a part of this team in a major way, like in my business and in the home. And like, I just have to say, like, I, I don't think things would be running as smoothly without him. That's that's just like the long and short of it. He is the one that's grocery shopping, which because I hate it and I would just do grocery delivery and he doesn't like other people picking out our groceries and he is fine with going. So he goes. God bless him. He goes. And a lot of times he takes the kids with him. So he gets a lot of attention at the grocery store because people are not used to seeing a man grocery shop with multiple children. But we're not going to talk about that. That'll be another episode. <laughs> The next thing that's saving me right now is our childcare. 
I have to point that out. Our nanny, our childcare, huge, huge reason that I'm able to work right now. She's upstairs with the kids and they are playing and having a great time, staying quiet so that I can record this podcast episode. And um, if I didn't have that, things would look very different. And I think getting help in your business just regular help, predictable help, even if it's a, an afternoon a week or a couple mornings a week, this is a game changer. When I didn't have as predictable help early on after having Clara, I wasn't sure like what we were going to do for childcare. And it was very much just trying to figure it out as I went along. And with that kind of unpredictability, business is really hard. It's really hard to make headway in your business when you do not have that predictable childcare. So have to put that in there. The next thing that I'm really, really loving that I can't wait to share with you guys is my walking pad under the desk treadmill thing. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have seen these all over the internet. They've gotten so popular lately and I got one. I finally got one and I absolutely love it. I love it because while I work, time is tight. Like I just have 20 hours of childcare and I'm kind of doing other household tasks and sometimes errands in that childcare time. So I'm not always able to go walk and move my body or do yoga or whatever. And when I'm busy, especially me working out is like the last thing on my mind. I do not enjoy working out. I am not somebody that's going to tell you like, hey, let's go to the, the gym together. Like I'm not that friend. And so it's one of the first things to go. And I've really noticed that I feel so much better when I go on walks and I think really well and I can coach on Voxer while I walk and I love my walks. But, you know, weather here in Maryland during the winter is just garbage and not the greatest. And it sometimes it's just not even possible. And so I really, really wanted a walking pad for my office. I wanted this treadmill situation and I finally got it. I finally bit the bullet and, and just said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to buy this. And I kind of had this on my wish list for a while, was eyeing a couple different ones on Amazon. So if you're curious about which one I ended up with, I will link it in my Amazon shop. I'll link that in the show notes, or you can just go to joymichelle.co slash Amazon and it will take you to my whole Amazon store. So like all my favorites, my health favorites, my home favorites, my office favorites, everything's in there, including this under the desk treadmill. I also link the tabletop standing desk adjustment. So I had to get a standing desk like adapter for my desk. So I really like my desk. I have an old vintage library table as my desk. And that was part of the reason that I didn't get a walking pad because I didn't know how I was going to work. But I just got one of these little attachments that goes on top of the desk and it works amazingly well and I actually have my laptop on that attachment so my desktop computer doesn't go on it but you could totally put your desktop on it it's amazing I'm, I'm absolutely loving it and it's giving me the perfect motivation to say I don't have an excuse of oh I don't have time I'm not going to move my body today I'm not going to go on a walk I'm not going to stretch I'm not going to do any of that because I'm so busy that way I could be like oh well let's just plug in our headphones let's listen to whatever lesson we need to listen to or let's boxer the team you can do so much while walking oh it's, it's the best okay the next thing is number six, that's the number we're on, is morning pages. This journaling practice has changed my life. It truly has. It originates from the book, The Artist's Way. If you haven't read The Artist's Way, 
it is a must for every creative human, which I think all humans are creative. But if you are in the creative industry, um, in your work especially, I strongly recommend that you read this and adopt this practice. So Morning Pages is three pages of longhand journaling where it's just stream of conscious without stopping. So you literally just write whatever comes to your mind. If you don't know what to write, you literally write, I don't know what to write. And it is the ultimate brain dump. It is so powerful. And I do this every morning, even when I'm busy. So unless I have a meeting that I'm like literally jumping on the computer for that meeting, this is the first thing I do at my desk. And I think it really helps me keep my head on straight when things are crazy, when I've just transitioned from being a mom and a wife and a friend. And it's like, I'm on the other side of the office. I'm like gesturing out to the rest of my house right now. You can't see me, but I'm thinking about how I'm out with them and I'm a different version of joy. And then I sit down at my desk and I have to kind of put on the CEO joy, right? Like they're all in there. They're all me. They're all authentic, but it can be really hard to shift your roles. And I I experienced the same shifting identity as soon as I step out of the office and I go back to being a mom and that kind of thing. And well, not back to being a mom because I never stopped, but more so it becomes that primary role again. And that's so, so helpful is the morning pages. So a journaling practice, which is crazy to say when you don't have time, but let me tell you, it clarifies your thoughts. And if you can clarify what is happening in your head, everything during work time, even during limited hours becomes more impactful. Number seven is my team. So I don't run Joy Michelle Company alone. I have a team of incredible women and one guy, my SEO guy, (laughs) hi Eli, that make all of this possible. I'm actually in the market for hiring a new position for my company and for my team. So I'm going to have a link in the description section for whatever positions are opening. I'm just going to start updating this on my site as we go. So if you're ever interested in working together or you know someone who's looking for a remote position, working for a company like Joy Michelle Company, you can check that out. I'm going to have the link down below. Okay, the next thing that is like getting me through is subscriptions and convenience options. And so if there is some sort of convenience option that I can take, meaning something's gonna be delivered, it's gonna be done for me, it's gonna save me time, or it makes it so that I don't have to keep making a decision over and over, I am going to take that option. So outsource some of the decisions. I will literally say sometimes to Felipe, my husband, I would say, I don't care what we're going to have for dinner. You can choose. I will not complain. I don't care because I just don't have the capacity to think anymore by the end of the day. So any kind of subscription that I can put together on Amazon or just with the kids' diapers, household goods, even the food, like the factor meals and things like that, that is reducing the amount of decisions that I have to make. So if you can reduce those amount of decisions, I really feel like it's going to free up your brain space. I think this is a form of protecting your energy because especially when things are crazy in life, you realize how limited your energy is for making decisions, for doing things in your work, and just even caring about all of the drama that's going on with other people. It just, the capacity is different. And so I think protecting your energy, protecting the amount of decisions you have to make is actually really going to help you when things are crazy. All right. And number nine is the rhythms of my start of day routine and my end of day routine for work. So I went back through my archives and I've talked about this a little bit here on the podcast in episode 12 and a couple of other ones, but essentially 
when I begin the workday and end the workday, I try to go through the same task list every time. And this really helps set myself up for success when I'm stepping into the office. So I talked about doing the morning pages and spending some time journaling, but also before I turn the computer on, I like to clear off my desk. I like to figure out what my top tasks are for the day and set some priorities before I let my inbox and my team and all these other you know, outside inputs tell me what the priority is. I wanna get really clear on what outcomes I personally need to see from the day so that I don't leave the day wondering what just happened, which still totally happens. Don't get me wrong. Things derail. Things happen. Disasters pop up. You know, things happen in the business where you have to address that right away. But I think it's way less likely that I'll get to the end of a workday and feel like it was wasted or I feel confused about what even happened when I start it with my start of day and I end it with the end of day routine. So these routines are super helpful. A startup and an end of day routine is going to be a game changer for you. I actually think I might create some dedicated episodes to this to helping you craft what your start of day and end of day routine could be for you and customizing that to your business. So if you're interested in that, please send me a DM. Let me know. Or just leave a rating review here on the podcast and mention it in your rating. That would be amazing. Um, That way I know that that would be a helpful topic for you guys going forward. One routine that I have had here in the winter months, I know we're coming out into spring now, but it's been pretty cold and sometimes kind of dreary. And so I've really enjoyed lighting a candle on my desk while I work. It just makes me happy. It's kind of cozy and warm. And I have this candle from Branch Basics and it's a clean candle. If you're crunchy like me, you don't want fragrances like burning around you in your space because you know that that's not great for you. Like go to Branch Basics and try one of their beeswax candles. They smell really good. I think it smells amazing. It's very mild, but it has that like beeswax smell. It's so good. And it just, it feels special. And I think, you know, having like a tradition of lighting a candle while you work on a project can also help motivate you to move through that project if you're someone that loves candles like me. Okay, the last thing that is really, really helping me in this time in my business is my business coach and my community of women who are supporting me on my call to both journey who are also navigating their call to both journey. And so I Voxer, I love Voxer, you guys. I love it for business. I love it for coaching, but I also love it just for friendships. And um, my best friend Kayla, she's been on this podcast multiple times, but Kayla, I will talk to her daily and she will point me back to my purpose, my why, my faith, my business, and really help me to remind me of that I do have what it takes to do this. And I think everybody needs that. This is something that I didn't always have in my business. And I've had seasons where the friendships I have are more like competition friendships where we are in the exact same industry. And there's a little bit of like gatekeeping going on and like with information where you don't want to share your trade secrets or something like that. And I just, I don't do this anymore. I find it exhausting. I don't gatekeep. (laughs) I just share the information. I believe in generosity in my content. And I love when I can find other people that share that with me and we can be friends in that same way. So I love to share about the things that I find. If I find a new app, I'm going to be shouting it from the rooftops. My favorite app right now is Metricool. Such a good app, totally free. Look it up. I'll link it up in the show notes, but it is so cool and it has all kinds of good analytics. Wasn't even planning on sharing that today, but just a great example of you know, just being generous. And you, if you have friends that can support you in 
your business and see you as more of a friend and less of competition, I think then hold on to that, foster that friendship. I think that's so valuable and so helpful. And that's something that has really helped me in this season. So both my business coach and my circle of women that are on their call to both journeys, that has helped on, you know, the hard days, the good days, and every day in between. You have to have that circle of friendship. We need community. And that's just one of our core needs as as people. So if you don't have your community, you're still looking for community, I hope that this podcast and the Facebook group for this podcast can serve as part of your community. If you're not in our Facebook group, it's totally free. It's full of incredible women. Please consider joining. You're going to have a great opportunity to connect with other like-minded women in that group as well. So yeah, those have been the 10 things that are keeping me somewhat together right now. I want to know from you, what is helping you survive right now? What is keeping you going? What is something that you set up in your life or your business where you are constantly grateful that you did because it's helping you be able to keep going? I want to know. Send me a DM on Instagram and let me know what is keeping you going. I hope you have an amazing week as you walk your call to both journey out daily and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please help me get the word out about the Call to Both podcast by taking a screenshot of this episode right now and sharing it on your social media. I would also appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave me a five-star review. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode.